to Muse Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. This week we are talking about the result of the UK general election, the volcano eruption in New Zealand, Human Rights Day, strikes in France, the NATO summit and how one school has decided to exchange homework for acts of kindness. Hi, it's Rose here. Well, the UK general election is now over and the results are coming in. Polling stations in the UK opened at 7am Thursday morning and closed at 10pm in the UK yesterday. Although not all votes have been counted yet, the exit poll predicts that the Conservative Party, led by Prime Minister Boris Johnson, will achieve a majority of the vote, meaning their party will be able to run the government for the next five years. The exit poll means that every person that votes is asked who they voted for as soon as they leave the polling station, so it is meant to be an accurate guide to the final results. Currently, the BBC estimates that the Conservatives will win with a majority of more than 70 seats. If the exit polls are correct, it would be the biggest Conservative victory since 1987 and Labour's worst results since 1935. The Labour leader, Jeremy Corbyn, said he would not lead Labour into the next election and the Liberal Democrat leader, Joe Swinson, lost her seat. Downing Street said in a statement that there would be a minor cabinet reshuffle on Monday, meaning Boris Johnson will make some changes to the team of senior politicians that he works with. The withdrawal agreement bill is expected to have its second Commons reading on Friday, 20th December, paving the way for Brexit on 31st January. Hello, it's Zara here. Earlier this week, on Monday the 9th of December, White Island Volcano in New Zealand erupted. White Island is also called Wakari and is New Zealand's most active volcano. It is a privately owned island and is a tourist destination with at least 10,000 people visiting the volcano every year. Tourists were seen walking inside the crater of White Island Volcano before it erupted and police have confirmed that a total of 47 people had been on the island when the volcano erupted. Sadly, New Zealand police have now also confirmed that 5 people have died and 8 people are missing. There are lots of people still in hospital receiving medical treatment. Jacinda Ahern, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, said that she shares the unfathomable grief of those who had lost loved ones. Hi, it's Rose here again. Did you know that 10th December was Human Rights Day? This day is not always observed in schools or communities, but it is a very important one to know about. Human Rights Day is observed every year on 10th December, the date the United Nations General Assembly adopted the Universal Declaration of Human Rights in 1948. This was a very important document setting out the rights and freedoms which every person on the planet is entitled to as a human being 
regardless of their religion, race, gender or where they come from. It is available in more than 500 languages and is the most translated document in the world. The Declaration includes an introduction and 30 articles expanding on the human rights of all people, from freedom of expression to freedom from torture to the right to equality before the law. Even though it's not legally binding, the Declaration has been adopted in or has influenced most national constitutions across the world since 1948. It has also served as the foundation for a growing number of national and international laws protecting and promoting promoting human rights. The drafting of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights was led by Eleanor Roosevelt, who had previously been First Lady of the United States and who was appointed to the United Nations General Assembly in 1946 as the first chairperson of the Commission on Human Rights. A number of other inspirational women contributed to the drafting of the report, including Hansa Mehta from India, who revised the phrase, all men are born free and equal, to all human beings are born free and equal. Begum Shasta, a Kromala from Pakistan who fought for the inclusion of Article 16, equal rights in marriage, which she saw as a way to combat child marriage and forced marriage. And Minerva Bernardino, a delegate from the Dominican Republic, who was outspoken in ensuring both men and women featured in the document. This year's theme is Stand Up for Human Rights, which aims to build on the leadership role of young people in collective movements, including fights against racism, hate speech, bullying, discrimination and climate change, as a source of inspiration for a better future. Hello, it's Sarah here. This week, there has been a very large strike in France, which means people have stopped going to work temporarily. Sometimes people go on strike to try and get the attention of politicians or business leaders because they're not happy about something. In France this week, more than 800,000 workers from many different professions have been protesting against planned changes to rules about their pensions, which means the money they get when they retire. If these changes go ahead, workers in France would have to retire later or face receiving lower amounts for their pensions. France currently has a complicated system for different jobs and there are lots of differences in retirement age and benefits across different professions. The French president, Emmanuel Macron, wants to create one system that is the same for all pensions the official retirement age in France is 62, which is actually lower than the retirement age in many countries. Although Mr Macron is not proposing to increase the retirement age, workers are worried that under the new system, they will have to work longer. The strike is disrupting a lot of important services in France transport, Schools and hospitals have all been affected by the action. This week was the week of the NATO summit and world leaders were all in the UK for this meeting. NATO stands for North Atlantic Treaty Organisation and it was formed in 1949. 
After the end of World War II, it has 29 member states and the aim of NATO is to make sure that member countries work together for world peace and don't fight each other. Instead, they are meant to use their forces to work together and maintain world peace. The 2019 NATO Summit was hosted by Boris Johnson in the UK. Mr Johnson said that NATO was the most successful alliance in history. The world leaders gathered at the summit to discuss important issues such as security. This summit was the 17th anniversary of NATO. There was also an evening reception at Buckingham Palace where world leaders met the Queen. There has been a lot of news coverage about the Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and other world leaders joking about President Trump during the reception at Buckingham Palace. And Mr Trump then responded to a question about this from a journalist by calling Mr Trudeau two-faced. Mr Trudeau has since said that the relationship between the US and Canada is strong, so I'm happy to hear that everyone has remained friends following the summit. Hi, it's Rose here again. This week, the BBC reported that pupils at a school in the Republic of Ireland are being encouraged to do acts of kindness instead of homework. The acts of kindness can be anything as long as it brightens someone's day and could include doing something nice for an elderly neighbour, visiting a relative or a friend who may be feeling lonely, or even doing house chores. The students have been asked to record their acts of kindness in a special kindness diary, which each pupil will fill in every day and then get signed by their parents. It's the third year in a row that the school has replaced homework with something unique. Last year, it was gratitude when the children and their families recorded all the things they were grateful for. The school has also asked pupils to notice each other's acts of kindness and place these observations into a kindness box. At assembly, random observations will be read out to show how small acts and kind words can make a huge difference in someone's life. What do you think, Sarah? Would you like to swap homework for acts of kindness? Well, I think it is a very good idea because I think we should all have some time of just doing acts of kindness. And I'm glad Ireland has put it as homework to do it. I'd love to do this here in our school. What sort of acts of kindness would you do if our school did this? Well, I could give some food and some old clothes. My one may take quite a long time. A garage sale and and the money I raise, I'd give it to charity. That's a great idea, Zara. We can do that any time, though. It doesn't have to be for homework. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening. We are now taking a short break for the Christmas holiday and we'll be back in January. So that's a goodbye from us, a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.